Hey, how are you doing? Dean Dwyer, you're listening to Unrecognizable. And it's a show where I am teaching you what I believe to be the greatest skill that you and I have never been taught, which is the ability to change our own behaviors, to to successfully transform or change ourselves. And that's my whole journey now. I started this at 53. I was about, uh, well, it turned out to be four, I was going to say 25 pounds overweight. That's what I thought I was. It was 40 pounds overweight. I was 53. I'd had no long-term success changing what I look like. I went on this whole journey to begin learning how to master my own behaviors. How do I take these things that are holding me back and systematically eliminate them so I can begin to live the life that I want? And I got to tell you, it's a glorious path to be on. It's, uh, there is so much that I've learned about myself. I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of who I can be. And what I do with this podcast is I share my ideas, my stories, the things that I come across so that you can take and use these ideas in your journey to begin systematically removing these behaviors that are keeping you from getting what you want. And actually what I wanted to do on this show is I wanted to come back to a podcast that I did uh, 92 days ago, which was I was talking to you about a new behavior that I was looking to adopt, which was my ability to teach myself how to stop eating at night. So let me give you a little backstory. Um, I don't know how long I've been, I've been, I, I had been eating at night, but I am fairly certain that this behavior was something that went on for decades. Uh, it just simply wasn't on my radar. I didn't think it was a thing that was problematic, and so, which is why I don't exactly know when it started. I do know the first time that I implemented that little strategy um, was I was in my fourth year university, and a, a girl I was going out with at the time broke up with me. Can you imagine? She broke up with me. <laughs> Smart girl, actually, in hindsight. Um, and it uh, it caught me so off guard that you know, like I'd go to bed at like I'd go to bed at eleven. I'd wake up at one. I couldn't get back asleep. And so what I would do is I would come out into the kitchen, make myself like eggs and a bunch of stuff, and then sit and kind of you know lie on the floor, watch TV till I fell asleep, kind of thing. And I think that that was probably the the early roots of sort of planting this seed of like when you can't sleep, eat at night. And it so over the years, it has just sort of gotten more pronounced. And so typically what would happen is I'd wake up anytime between sort of 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock. And then I would end up having something to eat and then go back to bed. And so um, as, as one of many things that I've learned on this journey, I've come to recognize that while what I eat uh, and what I put into my body is massively important, I think of even greater importance is actually when I'm not eating. That's where the real magic happens. When I'm not eating is when weight loss happens. When I'm not eating is when recovery and repair happens. Um, So understanding that, I realized that eating at night was problematic and I had to figure out how to uh, change that behavior. And so I'm not going to go through that entire podcast episode, but essentially I, I talked about the new mindset that I had, the new story that I was telling myself that I believed um, was going to be the key to helping me sort of master that behavior. Now, I have had um, um, intermittent success with the whole uh, not eating at night thing. In fact, um, last year, 
um, I had gone 152 days without eating at night. And then on February 28th of 2021, I ate at night. And that led to about uh, a year. No, sorry, not, not quite a year. That went, led to about nine months of me going through this journey where I, you know, would not eat at night, then I'd eat at night, not eat at night, uh, eat at night kind of thing. And I probably had a, a 50%, you know, success rate with that. So I, I again, it's something that I, I, my whole journey now is about being able to change my own behaviors and figuring out how to train my brain to do that, right? And, um, you know, I've talked about this before. I'm going to keep talking about this, but I, I've come, I've, the more that I think about this, the more that I, I realize that I am not my brain, that, that my brain is a separate, a separate entity. I have the ability to think about my brain in the third person and look at it like, what is that thing doing? Why does it do this? Why does it have me react this way? And so by looking at it that way, I realize that I have the power to control it and to change it. And I think of it like an untrained dog. Right, you can you can take an untrained dog and you can train it. You can teach it how to behave properly. That's the way I think about my brain. So, I ended up coming up with a new mindset and a new story that I would tell my brain about why I'm not eating at night. And I wanted to let you know that when I did that first um, episode, I was only at day eight. I had no idea. I I had no idea how it was going to go. I was only taking it one day at a time. Um. But my all, my first sort of big milestone was I wanted to get to 100 days because I believe there's magic in 100 days. There's something magical about the 100-day mark, and I'm going to tell you what that is in a second. Uh, anyhow, needless to say, I have just uh, – yesterday was 100 days. So today is day 101, actually. But what I have come to understand about 100 days is that if I can get to 100 days – then the likelihood of getting to 200 days is greatly enhanced, right? The more days I get under my belt, the more likely that I can double those number of days. Now, uh, because it's human behavior, you can you, that can change in an instant, right? I, I could have uh, just one dull moment, just like I said previously. I went 152 days without eating at night, and I had one <clears> – sorry, not getting emotional – uh, just speaking for the first time today, um, you know, I had one moment of weakness uh, and I started eating again, you know, and thinking like, oh, it'll just be tonight and I'll get back on track. And it took me nine months to get back on track. So I recognize now again that I, I take it one day at a time, what I call 24 hour habits, right? I'm just focusing on what do I need to do today? And I just get today under my belt. And then tomorrow I start again from scratch, but I've put together 100 days. But the magic of 100 days is that I now know that I will be able to get to 200 days. And when I get to 200 days, and I will, when I get to 200 days, I'm then going to be able to get my first year under my belt. And once I get my first year under my belt, then I know I'll be able to get two years under my belt, and then three years, and four years, and five years, and then a decade. That's exactly how my successful body protocol has gone. right? In fact... I am 35 days away from my first 1,000 days. And I know when I get, and and I said there's something magical about 100, there's something even more magical about 1,000, right? Because I knew with 100, if I could get to 100, I could get to 200. If I could get to 200, I could get to 300. 
and I just keep putting those 100-day intervals together, and now I'm at 1,000. And if I get to 1,000, I know that there's a high degree of certainty that I will get to 10,000 days, which, for those playing along at home, is about 27.5 years. Uh, right now, I'm at about two, a little over two and a half years on this journey is, is what 1,000 days works out to. But I said there is something magical about these these sort of intervals, right? 10 days, 100 days, 1,000 days, 10,000 days. Like there's, there are, there's something magical about them. But the first milestone that whenever I'm working with clients, the first milestone I want to get them to is obviously to get the first day under your belt and then to start sort of and then get your first week and then get your first month. But then the first big milestone is your first 100 days. Knowing that if you get to 100, the, you skew the odds dramatically in your favor that you can get to 200. And then when you get to 200, you know you can get to 400. And when you start, again, bundling days into weeks and months and then finally years, that's when the real transformation happens, right? That's when the magic happens. So what is your takeaway from this little talk? Um. There's something magical to 100 days, and um, but you can't you can't get to 100 days until you get to your first day, right? So when you're when with your first day, is you have to identify like what is I call these essential habits. What's an essential habit that you believe strongly is going to move the needle in the direction that you want, right? And so what I've done is I've settled on 10 of these. What I what big drivers of, of the needle, right? Big movers of the needle, I should say, right? So I've settled on what I believe. I'm not looking to do a thousand things. I'm looking to do ten things a thousand times, which I'm almost at. So I look at what I think are the big drivers of behavior, and then my job is I treat them as twenty four hour habits. Every day, my job is make sure I do those ten things, and then the next day, I wake up and it's Groundhog Day for me. Make sure I do those ten things. The next day comes around, I wipe the slate clean, make sure I do those 10 things. And I just, again, it's, it's, I'm, I'm using compounding, but I'm not compounding interest. <laughs> Apparently I can't speak. I'm not compounding interest, I'm compounding behaviors, which we don't think about in terms of compounding, but it's really, really powerful. So I start compounding days into weeks, weeks into months, and then months into years and decades. And I am telling you, my friends, when you start bundling days together and they turn into weeks and then they turn into months and then you get your first 100 days, magic happens. Magic happens. But you've got to, again, it's important, the way most of us approach behavior change is we're not looking at what we can do every single day. We're looking at doing a bunch of stuff and we do it one day and then we don't do it for two and then we do it for two days and then we don't do it for, for another day and then we do it for one day and then we don't do it for three. You cannot get anywhere with that, with that approach. You, you settle on a few things that you can do on your worst day, but you do them every single day without fail. And I'm your proof. If you look at my before and after pictures with regards to building a successful body, you can see nothing Nothing, nothing dramatic in terms of what I do. I, I don't go to a gym. I never change into workout clothes. I work out wherever I'm at with whatever I have access to, if anything. Um, I eat very simple foods, um, 
and but I eat the same way every single day. And just putting all those things together has worked magic for me and it will work magic for you if you let the magic of 100 days actually, um, if, if you, you bundle those behavior to get to 100 days, magic happens. You get to 100, you're going to get to 200. You get to 200, you know you'll get to 400, which will, like I'm going to experience in 35 days, you're going to get to 1,000 and then someday you're going to be at 10,000 days leading an awesome, awesome life. That is it, my friend. Have an awesome rest of today. We'll talk again soon.